Here's an idea. What if every movie took place in the same universe? Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. What up? It's your boy, Rich Mike. Yo, it's Armand. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. Yo, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Have babies whenever you want, you know? <laughs> that's, that's what they tell me. What's up, boys? What up, Lee? Here he is. Armand, good to big see man. you, pal. It's been a bit. Good to see you, too, man. Know. Yeah, I know. It's been a Eric's few been days. been humping my leg in a sweet man. I haven't seen Armand in a... It's been <laughs> a while. I was with Armand all last week. It was great. And Boz with both jealous. of you. I was jealous. I was, I was splitting <laughs> time between both of you like you're my divorced uh, gay dads. Right. Lay, I'm going to have to come over and watch a movie one of these days. Yeah. Oh, I need to revisit your place. Yeah, dude. Well, let's have some, I'll have, let's have my, some movie nights. Here in, uh, in about two weeks, I'll be back maybe a little more. No, probably about two weeks. I'll have my van. We'll be commuting back and forth. Uh, we'll nice. get the court the court to mandate that we split time between both. Yeah. <laughs> get the judge to rule. How about how about you just pick me up all right, and we'll watch we'll watch a movie at my place and then we'll after that movie we'll just drive to Leahy's and then watch a movie at his place. <laughs> if we can get along, Armand, then it's fine. Oh, I think yeah. I think we'll be alright. <laughs> get get along for me, you know. Don't don't, don't yeah. fight in front of the kid. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't. I don't. It's not my fault. So don't make me think it's my fault that you guys are fighting. Before we leave, I'm gonna be like, uh, Eric, why don't you go wait in the car? All right. Yeah, we're driving. You're like your father is a. Uh, it's a real piece of shit. Yeah. He's not, paying, he's not paying for your Starbursts and yeah. your. You're blowing all the all your alimony payment on Starbursts. <laughs> your other dad doesn't care about the virus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric, could you talk to him about that? But dad, which one? <laughs> That's me and Armand replying yeah. to you, daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Addresses yeah. by dad A and one. Dad A, daddy O. That's that's the his Mexican version. <laughs> that's his, yeah. The... Oh yeah, padre, padre and dad. Padrino. What do you call your dad, Armand? Uh, dad. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, um, very. Okay. Yeah. Um. But cultural differences, I see. Yeah, yeah. But I, I know, I do know some of my cousins call their dad pa. So I don't know if that's a Mexican yeah. thing or not. But <laughs> no, what do you guys pa's... call your grandparents. I don't call them anymore. They're dead. Okay. What did you have names for them? Like, uh, yeah, just grandpa and grandma on both sides. Yeah. Or no, okay. uh, I guess we, I guess like when I was talking about them, I called. The grandparents on my dad's side, Grandma Tom, Grandpa Tom, and Grandma Tom, because That's on my good. dad's side, there's like eight. My dad's name is Tom, and then his and my grandfather's name is Tom. There's like eight Toms all around, so that's mm-hmm. just how I distinguish them. Yeah, I'm the grandpa, grandma. I have one one grandma that I call uh, Mima. I don't know what what that means, but just yeah. what we all call her. I have. I called my, uh, when I was a kid, I spent a lot of time at my uh, neighbor's house, Nick Birdie, who's actually uh, on the Pittsburgh Pirates, a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Alliteration aside. Uh, He's a pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, alliteration aside, the, uh, his, his grandma used to like watch us all the time at his place, and I called her Mima. Nice. And her license oh, yeah. Mima. My, uh, my cousin used to call, my, I have, as you guys know, I've got a very small family. I have one first cousin. And uh, he used to call our grandma mama because he was always hanging out there, I think, as a kid. 
and I don't, I don't know what he called his mom. Yeah, I was gonna say that was my follow-up question. Call her first name. I had a, I I had a granny and granddad, and a and a nana and papa. That was a. Ooh, that's that small town shit. You guys gotta look for ways to have fun. I had a a a booby and a meat mop and a (laughs) yeah and a binky and a. I was able to give out nicknames to my friends when I was uh, a kid, but because you didn't have any friends, you just had to give nicknames out to your mm-hmm. family. There wasn't enough kids to go around. There wasn't, no. And, I mean, nicknames in my town sucked. It was just always somebody else's name. Like I told you, it was just Gary. That's what they called me in high school. Just called me the wrong name. And Gary's like the most disrespectful first name of, ever, yeah. of a white male ever. You were what? telling me. Why is that? <laughs> it's just, it's, who's a, what's a good Gary? It's like your SpongeBob's pet. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and your newly outed SpongeBob's pet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, wait, Gary's gay or SpongeBob's gay? I think SpongeBob is something besides straight, but I'm not sure. You think that's why Gary Busey is so crazy? Oh, yeah. Gary name. Busey. Gary Busey, yeah. Wait, SpongeBob. I mean, I don't understand why people would get get so upset about things like that when, when like they just randomly decide that SpongeBob's gay. It's like, okay, who cares? You know, he's yeah. a sponge. He's a he's a cartoon sponge. Yeah. Well, he's got ho- he's got holes everywhere. Dude. You you start thinking about Sandy, his uh, Stark, but his lover. squirrel lesbian friend. Oh, I thought that was ooh. I, I, we were watching different shows. I mean, she was always building stuff. Uh, I've never even seen. That's pretty much all I got. <laughs> astronaut. <laughs> yeah, she was an astronaut, like most lesbians I know. Dreams of going to space. Where uh, there's no man. There, where there's where no one can <laughs> see <laughs> your balls. Uh, there's they, a, a, they should make space strictly for women. Because, with, honestly, with everything that's going on, yeah, I think right. just keep keep men hashtag keep men out of space. Mm-hmm. yeah keep, i want to see those boobies floating course. around in zero gravity yeah that's that's go, go outside of my our, that's exactly why that has to telescope off <laughs> i'm chasing him up to space I'm, I'm i'm holding on to the rocket like tom cruise and uh ghost protocol <laughs> i'm following the lady <laughs> rolling yeah. your eyes look at this shit man <laughs> oh that was a feminine eye roll yeah. <laughs> Not there's nothing wrong with it, but that was a no. You're you're going up to oh. space, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, get me on that ship. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a space on that spaceship. Oh, by the welcome to Across the Movieverse, uh, where it's all connected. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We're, uh, we're going to space. Um, caught us catching up a little bit. Uh, we missed last week. Uh, we were pretty busy. Yeah, uh, I was back in Chicago for the week. Uh, Armand and I and many others were helping uh, shoot a web series that I'm sure our avid fans will will watch one day. And then uh, spent a lot of time up there with uh, with young Mike and a bunch of our other friends. It was a good time. It was a nice week. It's good to see you, yeah. bud. It's nice yeah, to man. see you. I'm excited to be back here in a few weeks. Going to stay at Mike's place, have my own room, move in there. There's a bat in there nice there must not be a bat dude i must have hallucinated it i think maybe maybe it's just waiting for eric to come back you know and then he'll he'll come out 
I've searched this room up and down. I think honestly, I subconsciously wanted to just crash on a couch with Eric. So I made this bat up in my head. Oh yeah. No, that it was me. I was doing shadow puppets on the wall as a bat. <laughs> Dude, I saw in. that bat, but maybe I didn't. Maybe my subconscious knew knew what I should should do. It was tough because it was hard to like really want to help because it was very late and like <laughs> I was real tired. And I felt I was terrible. Like, okay. No, I mean it, it wasn't your fault. I was like, do we do we go in there? Do we shake down this bat? get our leather gloves out, put our leather face masks on, or the rest of our leather jumpsuits go in there. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Put on, yeah, take off our fun uh, leather jumpsuits, put on our business leather jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah. The ones uh, that are, uh, don't allow bats to, uh, to bite us. The other ones are designed for bats to bite us. <laughs> um. Uh, you guys, uh, before we get into the movie, we watched Big Green this week, uh, an old classic, 1995 classic about a soccer team's rise to glory in their small Texas town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, do do we want to talk about any movies we watched this week or, or just anything we're, uh, we're consuming? I've been watching a lot of TikTok. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> well, you mean uh, – go ahead, Armand. I watched 1917 uh, – two days mm. ago which was dope oh finally the first yeah, time. Good movie. yeah yeah it was awesome um a lot of sweet tracking shots um and then i watched Birdman for like the fifth time yesterday <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah i didn't even think about how uh like a a man behind the camera would appreciate like 1917 or Birdman, man even especially yeah. more so even that's kind of why that's kind of why i wanted to watch Birdman and my uh roommate's girlfriend Aaron's never seen Birdman, so I was like, well, oh. if you like that, you're going to fucking love this movie. But yeah, it's crazy shit. It's cool, and I love how they do the the transitions to make it seem like there's no yeah. cut. It's very interesting. It's a handful yeah. of movies that do that now, but it's it's cool. Everything's transitioning. Transitioning's hot right now. Yeah, you know. However really you can is. do it. Surgery, uh, you know, however. Some, surgery, some with cuts, mindset. some without cuts. Yeah. Now, uh, Mike, Mike and I watched uh, Can't Hardly Wait. That was probably the highlight movie that we watched together uh, last week. Who's that with again? Everybody. Can't hardly it's wait. with everyone. Can't Hardly Wait. It's like <laughs> what not another teen movie pretty much spoofs the entire time. It's like the it, – honestly, it's like looking back on it, it like feels like a parody because it's such a titular 90s high school, like high school party movie. Yeah, pretty much There's all like takes all, place at one party. Yeah, and like and and like all high school party movies, just I'm always like so unrealistic the mixing the how well number one how big the party is, but then like how how many different groups of people are at the party, which makes just for a good movie. But yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt's the the love mm-hmm. interest. The yeah, I was love interest, and uh, I mean she barely says anything, but the side characters she doesn't are, have to. Her eyes say it all. She's Seth Green's actor. on the cover. He does a, uh, <laughs> he does like uh, what do you call uh, urbanomics? What what? Um, Reaganomics. Ebonomics. <laughs> Ebonics. Ebonics. Pardon me. Um, and he does a lot of that, that talk, but he, at the end of the day, is a good guy. Um, yeah, they, I'm. They, so Seth Green's crew, who also practices, what's how do you say it again? E- Ebonics. 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 
meaning he, they, they're like just talking like a black person and they at the end of the movie like at the p- big party they call a group of black dudes the n-word and then they the, all the black dudes go beat them up but like <laughs> i mean kind of i was kind of waiting for the entire movie these got these d- dumb white dudes to say it and they it paid off yeah yeah and uh, the uh like the main jock guy bully guy who dates jennifer love hewitt uh he breaks up with her because he thinks he's gonna get laid all summer and stuff and like in college and then he has a talk with this other guy who's from college who's saying like you don't actually get laid that much in college so he gets (laughs) wasted at this party and he has this like big speech to jennifer love hewitt and she like calls him out embarrasses him in front of everybody and uh he's just standing there and and, like starts insulting her and then it's quiet and someone from the corner of the party just goes <laughs> and like it's and then the and the party loses it and we're and mike and i were just like oh my god like that was the whole joke like, like yeah and he was like so that was the, that was the big payoff like just he like someone's calling that and then the crowd fucking erupts and like he is they devastated like scarred for life he's crying to the nerd that he beats up and saying he's like they, they called me a fag like, it's uh i will be bleeping that out by the way <laughs> But it's great because it just snuck up on us. And it's like, I was talking about this with somebody the other day, like how far we've come as a society. Like, yeah, that just used to be very normal talk and not to make, that doesn't make it right by any means, but it was just so much more normal. Yeah. And now it's like, we're like, whoa, oh my gosh. What are they talking Can't about? Wait. Yeah. yeah. White guy watched, saying the N word too. That was pretty nuts. We watched Kings of Comedy, which is a stand up like uh, Steve Harvey, Bernie Mac, um dl hughley and cedric the entertainer and they toss around the f word a lot (laughs) and it was like 20 and i'm a i'm not uh i'm not a tame boy like i i'm not too pc controlled and even i'm like ooh, (laughs) calling your 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 sister's son (laughs) yeah i was like (laughs) like a bunch (laughs) like that was again that was the punchline yeah that used to be Bernie Mac, listen, this kid, he's a homosexual. Yeah. <laughs> and the, cr- the, the 200,000 people in the stands are dying. Yeah. They're, yeah it's, what did it's you crazy say, Mike, that they're have you, seen, have you seen Kings of Comedy, Armand? Or are you familiar with? Like, um, yeah, I, I, I watched it a long time ago with my, my dad. Um, but yeah. I, do, I do remember some of the jokes, yeah. Mike, you said there was a, there was a nationwide uh, suit fabric shortage after that tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All their suits were so big, too. Those giant suits. Mm-hmm. The, the giant suits are awesome. Yeah, that was yeah, it like great. 90s look, right? Yeah. And We uh, also watched um, The Man Who Killed Hitler and Bigfoot, which was also just an absolute wild movie. Yeah, yeah. That, Eric was telling me about it. <laughs> and like not to give away I'm, any spoilers. but like, I'm a man who loves every movie. And even this movie, I was like, how why some bold choices there like there's this part that they tease the i don't want to give it away even though by giving away there's nothing nothing happens but there's a part where they tease it the entire movie like it's going to be this big reveal that's going to explain all this stuff and then at the end they just don't do anything (laughs) and uh i looked it up and we were talking like the director said that he wanted to leave something there so the audience could kind of put their feelings for the movie and kind of like make their own assumptions about what's what it was that they were teasing and we're like how how much do you think people are thinking about this movie like it's not something you leave and never talk about again 
It's not like an Inception movie, you know? It's like an English paper, and, and your teacher is like, why didn't, you, why didn't you finish it? And you're like, I'm a good writer. Yeah. Not you. You <laughs> should understand and the interpretation. And then you walk out. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, here, well, since you kind of mentioned the uh, PC, PC culture, uh, I, I thought of something. I was wondering if this could be something for a bit or just like a point. It's like, it seems like the the people who are, who are most upset about like everybody being offended and the PC culture are also like usually pretty conservative people. And sometimes like skew towards the, they, they like want to say like maybe something that would be deemed as racist or homophobic. And, that, and I am generalizing here because I, I agree in certain areas, people are offended too easily, but like, you'd think that those people would want to be on the front lines of like activism and like trying to get people get equality because once, I don't know if they realize this, once people are equal, you can make fun of everybody again. It's yeah, like, right? make, oh. get, like get, get the Senate all black and you get to tell whatever joke you want, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like if, Asians are president you can you know like make it equal and then you can laugh again it, the only reason yeah. it's bad is because you're white and the white white people are in power make it equal yeah. and we can laugh again <laughs> that's that's something that's that a, a point? good thing yeah yeah I don't know if it I don't know if it like factually holds up but I think it's a fun talking point like not equality for peace equality for slams on exactly everyone else yeah yeah, because then there's no such thing as punching down if everyone's equal. It's just punching. It's punching straight. Yeah, you know? just punch yeah. it, baby. Or yeah, gay. Seriously. You know, either way. Either That's way. the problem. Either way. Yeah, dude. My, you know. But that could be, that was something I was thinking about today. And That's uh, funny. I saw some kids wearing like uh, masks just at a gas station and while that's probably annoying it's got to be kind of cool to be a kid right now wearing a mask because i'm sure i wanted to wear a mask like out in public as a kid my mom's yeah. like no you can't do that like you look like an idiot and now they're like oh look at that look at that little hero who's running mm -hmm. around being a ninja yeah. and stuff <laughs> that's why all those kids hacked uh or bought all those trump camp trump um rally tickets because they fucking love the mask they they believe mm -hmm. in coronavirus because masks come first yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no one no one believed in me until I put on the mask. Yeah, I wonder how many oh. people have Bane masks. Oh, dude, tons. Wow. Oh, and uh I got uh, I got two. <laughs> big big news. Uh Mike and I were on his roof uh hanging out and uh I turned around and in the window I saw a big old butt <laughs> and <laughs> it was I wasn't wasn't peeping, just minding my own business. We were, we, Peep, we were hanging at my place. My uh, other roommate, who was not at the place but was around town, was like, "Go on the roof." There's, as you know, fireworks being shot off everywhere. So we were like, "All right, let's go do that." We go up to the roof. It's not raining. As we go up there, we start chilling and uh, and smoking, and then uh, it starts like lightly drizzling. And Eric bumps my shoulder and is like, "Dude, don't." look and like across across the way a woman was changing in her room and we it was like lightly raining and we were just standing on the roof in the rain not we we i mean we we're standing there and eric was 
honestly, it felt like some sort of divine intervention, you know, <laughs> like yeah. it saved I, us all. And like it, it, I was very conflicted because I'm like, I want to see this, but also I'm like, you know, I don't want to be rude, but I'm also like, Hey, maybe she, maybe, maybe she's an exhibitionist, you know? Yeah. Maybe she saw you, you know, maybe, she... maybe, maybe she saw us and then decided to change. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she saw us in, maybe she saw us in the dark, in the rain on the roof across the way. And then was like, you know what? I'm These, boys, this guy's yeah. a shot. These boys then, need something. Mike and I decided to make it fair. We got naked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, you know, then it was fair. Yeah, exactly. So, so she's so like, she could have been looking at you who, guys, you know, that's what I said. Yeah. She was like, your honor, your honor, uh, we were naked too. She's like, is that true? It's like, I guess it was true. Yeah. It's like, and she was, uh, she was staring at us as well while she was calling the police. She was, she would not take her eyes off of us. But, uh, but that was probably the highlight of my, of my week. Just, uh, like if you see, if you ever see a butt or a, or a boob unexpectedly, really, really unbelievable feeling. Really mind blowing. Yeah. Mind blowing. Especially on a roof or like on the bus or unless like, it's your mom's. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a feeling. It's a weird yeah. feeling. It's not not a good one. No, it's not. Man. All right. Should we uh what do you think? Should we dive into the movie? Yeah. I feel like I feel like this pod is turning the first fifteen minutes of uh of Mark Marin's podcast that everyone would skip through because <laughs> we're just talking about seeing butts and whatever. But cool. Well, this is the first time you've talked about seeing a butt. Yeah. In like not three, the last. six months. Yeah. The that's a good point. Uh, cool. So we watched Big Green. When was the last time you guys watched this movie? Long time ago. But I used to watch it all the fucking time when I was like a little kid. I think I started it a couple of times when I was like after bars, like just chilling on the couch or something. But I haven't seen the full movie in a in 15 years yeah it was so good it was really good that's one of the uh the ones i remember as well i i remember exactly where it used to be in the local video store uh because it it didn't move places for 15 years next to heavyweights Mm -hmm. but yeah great movie uh quick breakdown of the film uh texas town kind of a you know going through a tough patch it opens on like an old state championship football sign that's like covered in weeds they haven't done anything the kids are all uh like you know shitty and fat and bad at sports <laughs> the kids hate themselves so they, much they yeah. hate themselves all the that we we find out through context uh that the factory has shut down and like not all of the men are out of work so the town is is uh the yeah, it's just full of like just deadbeat dads like yeah the uh um, the kids what they do for fun before the teacher comes yeah. is they lay they pour cheetos on their stomachs and lay down and feed the birds they spend their whole allowance on like four pals on buying a big old bag of cheetos pouring it on themselves and then letting pigeons eat them <laughs> off and they're just they're like oh love they're loving it oh yeah. one pooed on me yeah this is before like bird food now do you think when they got into high school they found out about the old dog peanut butter trick (laughs) like yeah right they're like dude we can we can peck this whole time we could have put some peanut butter on our balls yeah they they 
find out about it, <laughs> lose their minds. Yeah, that they have a thing was, for a, what would have happened if this English teacher didn't come to town. Yeah. No, so was... fast forward a uh a English teacher, uh well she, she's a teacher from England, uh <laughs> shows up <laughs> shows up uh and she is uh just just for context, painting a picture, she's smoking hot and the the boy students love her and uh, she shows up when they're getting their uh, when they're getting their peckers pecked by the the pigeons, and starts spraying them off with the hose because mm-hmm. she thinks these boys are being cranked off by these pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> and which I think was like a metaphor because that she's so hot that she had to like cool them off a little bit. You know, yeah. these teenage hormones. Yeah. Run in, and uh, <laughs> had to try to put out their their little, little kid their, boners. I was saying she had to get their mind off the boners. Yeah, and then f- find out she's their new teacher. She's there for a semester. Um, and she, she starts to dig into the school, figuring out that they all have extremely low self-esteem. Um, she's like, starts off with saying, like, this is America where anything is possible. You live in a, this amazing country. And this kid goes, that was before Reaganomics. I wrote that down, too. <laughs> I yeah. looked up Reaganomics after this movie because I was like, what does he mean? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of like commentary in this movie for, yeah. for a kid's movie. There's a, there's a girl who uh, just has a knife in the back of the classroom stabbing her desk. Remember her? Yeah. Kate. Yeah. Yeah. Run through the, the, she, the English teacher ends up forming a soccer team with all the, the students team. who all hate each other. Um, there's Kate. The, it's a boys and girls soccer team. And the, the school they're in that she's teaching in is just big kids and little kids. Those are the classes. And they, yeah. and like, she can't get their attention at all. She says, let's, she starts doing the headers on the globe. The kids are like, holy shit. And then they all follow Larry, who is uh, Porter from the Sandlot. Um, he's like the leader of the class. And he's like, all right, let's go check this out. So they follow their teacher outside uh, and she teaches them soccer. Uh this class is we got two twin we got or one twins we have two one pair of twins two black <laughs> chicks we got an asian guy named Tak. he's cool we got a blonde haired kid we got kate we got uh the main character is kate who's the the leader of the women and then porter has a knife on her all times porter who's plays the goalie he's larry he's the leader of the class yeah. and then uh, a new student who's a uh, Hispanic guy named Juan. Um, they don't trust him at first, but yeah, the team yeah. ends up beating beating other teams and uh, winning the state championship. Yeah, they finally yep. band together, and the soccer team basically just like revamps the life in their town and brings everybody together. Yeah. There's a there's a little kid with long hair and a jean jacket that I thought was me for a minute. <laughs> like I saw him and I was like, oh shit, that's that's why I was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's also a, a a police officer. There's one police officer in town, uh, and he deputy dog, deputy dog, and he <laughs> immediately falls in love with the uh, with the uh, English teacher from England, and uh, so he decides to start coaching uh soccer too just to uh to get close to her but yeah we so so the like the after school after their first day of class with the uh beautiful teacher from england the kids are like playing just playing 
ball, banging a ball against the local bar, which uh, Larry, a.k.a. the fat goalie, a.k.a. Porter from Sandlot's dad, parents own and run. Uh, and Deputy Dog, the sheriff of town, the only cop, shows up. And they all like jump on his car and are giving him shit. And I, and like they, they're calling him Deputy Dog and he's calling them midgets. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking is like, are these kids his best friends? Like he's not Seems arresting like them it. for like giving him the business. He's not doing anything. And then the kids <laughs> apparently know that their best friend, the sheriff of the town is like horny and single. And they're like, we got a hot new teacher, Deputy Dog. And they're blowing kisses at him. And he knows exactly he, they don't, the kids don't say we've got a teacher, but they're just like, we got a new teacher. And he's like, what do you mean? You got a new teacher. You get a new teacher every year there. And they're like, not this one. And then they're he's just different. blowing kisses and he knows <laughs> immediately what they mean. He's like, Dude. Oh man, really? Oh man. And then he just finds her in his cop car. Yeah. Like see the way that kind of abusive power by the police. I'm cool with. You know, (laughs) stop, stop harassing black teenagers and start meeting hot women. I'm glad you didn't say harass not women. No, no, don't harass them. Uh, If they say they don't want anything, you know, get out of there or whatever. But uh, (laughs) she's very flattered by it. Well, she's, she's cool under pressure. I think it's a cultural thing being from England or something. She, she can handle these American idiots. Yeah. I wrote down, like, should I become a sheriff of a very small town? Like, is there an opening in Bethany? It sounds like Dude, fun. Honestly, after, like, being in my hometown for this long, I totally empathize with, like, deciding to learn how to coach soccer in order to impress a hot chick. Like, <laughs> like I would do anything right now. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to are you going to go to your school and start a soccer team? Dude, if somebody was like, "Yeah, you need to, you need to learn. You got to be a coach." You'd be like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." What do you need? Like, you're you're looking at the side, like, dude. I mean, and that guy knew nothing about soccer. He 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 just kept showing his playoff state American football ring. Yeah, but he could kick a ball, kinda, and like, or it was oh pretty yeah, good, he pretty did good kick kicker. a ball. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I can appreciate that sort of uh that sort of police work, you know. Yeah. Uh, what hobby wouldn't, where's the hobby line that you would stop at in order to impress a woman right now? Right now? Like, like, would you do what's like, uh, where you stuff dead animals? Oh, taxidermy. Yeah. Would you do that? Yeah. If someone's like, Hey, you want to <laughs> like, Hey, I got to stuff this dog. <laughs> to, uh, you know, if you want to hang out later, <laughs> I got to. Uh, sure. What about, what about like, murder <laughs> Ooh, but that's how i well i i got some thoughts on that i think i think murdering someone is the only way you can truly become close friends with someone is uh <laughs> is if you dispose of a body with somebody so so that's why we got we're all so close <laughs> yeah right that's why i said we should all kill our friend kyle and then uh then we become then we would become all best friends <laughs> just kidding Kyle doesn't listen to this, but no. <laughs> but if he dies mysteriously, it's not us. Yeah. Not <laughs> but us. if you see us all hanging out after that, we'll be pretty close. Got <laughs> 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 some big smiles on our face, man, and a full belly. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, dude, Kyle would taste so bad. Um, <laughs> did you see when the when the British teacher is uh, when she's teaching? Uh, she just she's wearing like a turtleneck and a short skirt, and it's like, all right, I'll pay attention. Yeah. I'm in. I'll come to class. Yeah, she's great, man. She, she's good soccer. Uh, we had a uh, a Spanish teacher in grammar school that like every single boy like she was a very attractive woman so like every single boy like paid that was like the only class we ever paid attention in was in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Want to impress her? Yeah. No, I don't know about that. We just yeah, maybe I guess that's probably why. But like yeah. you were saying, Eric Do you like, know Spanish? If, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> that doesn't check out. <laughs> yeah, I know. That doesn't sound right. right. I mean, everyone, everyone in my family who speaks Spanish always gives me shit. And I'm like, I, I don't know, man. My fucking parents never taught me. And then I never learned Spanish in grammar school. And I took Latin in high school. Mm, you're still Latin? Yeah. Yeah. It was my language that doesn't exist anymore. He was, uh, he was very attractive. Uh, Father Cook is his name. Mm. Uh, good dude. Uh, Father Cook, you'll yeah. never hear this, but if you do, I, I don't think you're attractive. You're cool. I never did you in in a Latin class. Do they teach you to speak Latin? Uh, no, it was mostly translating. So we never like learned to speak it. It was just like they haven't no translated all of the Latin yet. I no, feel like every bit of Latin that's out there has been translated. <laughs> Why do we need to keep translating? No, yeah, no, no one, no one speaks it anymore. So anytime <laughs> it has been spoken, it's already been translated. Why do you? We, we're no, good. But, <laughs> you don't need to keep translating. It was uh, like we would just read old like Roman scriptures that was in Lat that were um, that was in it, Latin, and then we Eric would read those books. Eric had a Latin class, and it was mm-hmm. not appropriate. Now it was pretty a whole racy. new world. world. <laughs> yeah, we're just riding on <laughs> carpets and. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> in chicago we call that rugs yeah oh yeah you can call can, me can rugs. you still rugs are they still oriental rugs i don't know <laughs> you know what i just won't ask <laughs> i just won't say it <laughs> holy shit you cracked it <laughs> and today mark off solve racism on the board <laughs> didn't that's what we were saying that last week we did it. Do you feel uh, like you mentioned earlier? They they bring in a uh, uh, a new student uh, happens to be um, of the of the Mexican persuasion and Mexican variety of the yeah <laughs> and uh, they they kind of like tease them at the beginning. I I like to think uh, that it's just like a, some new kid teasing. Like you always tease the new kid that it wasn't uh wasn't race based. Um, yeah, that's what for, I like to think, but. <laughs> These kids later on talked a lot of trash about foreigners. Like when the teacher originally introduced, she was like, we're playing football. And they're like, it's a lemon shaped ball. And she's like, Oh, American soccer. So, or American footballs. So we're playing soccer. And then they're like, we're not playing fucking soccer. That, that game's for foreigners. Or- <laughs> and she's like, what? Yeah. It Baseball was pretty refreshing though. Lady. Because they had, it was like a, there was an Asian kid. There's a couple, a couple black girls. It was like a, I mean, could have been more diverse, but there was some diversity sprinkled in, in that class. And it was nice to see all different 
ethnicities while still being American, making fun of foreigners. That was refreshing to see. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was extremely progressive of them <laughs> like, to have the two black girls being like, no, nah, that's some foreigner shit. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and the Asian Talk. kid just burping. Tak, who is the Asian kid in the class, has like a, an Asian dad. But at the end, they do like a rundown before the big game of all their rooms. And I was really expecting like a super duper Asian room for talk. Nope, just a just a regular just a regular room. I was like, oh hell yeah, here we go. I t- um one part of the like the kids, I, I feel like they're pretty progressive because like um they didn't make like a Mexican joke that he's good at soccer. You know, later when they find out that he's really good, they're like, oh, I bet you can't score a goal on me or yeah. whatever. So they just didn't assume that he was good. Where I feel like well, where I grew up, there was always like a Mexican joke about me playing soccer. Yeah. Bef- when, uh, this was before this came out before the I mean, to be honest, this the Mexican soccer teams I played against when I was a kid were amazing and they all played a certain way as well. This must have been before the association with uh Mexicans and soccer came up. Yeah, maybe. Well, there's a at the beginning when uh when Juan gets introduced, they're calling him Joan. Yeah. Like they and I'm thinking, like, you guys live in Texas. You for sure met Mexican people before. There like, are so to, many Mexicans in Texas. Yeah, and like to think that this child's name is Joan. Like, you've He's met from Juan El Paso, before. and I was yeah. like, oh, El Paso. That's a hundred. That's got to be across the border. And I was like, oh no, it's in the same state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How have they never heard of soccer? <laughs> I mean, Dude. to be fair, we we had a kid in high school. He was our high school running back. Uh, his name was Juan. So. Oh, okay. How did you how do you spell it? He it was J A W O N E. Now, real quick. Yeah. Real quick, what did what did Juwan look like? <laughs> I have one guess. Did he look did he look like you or did he look like, not like me or Eric? <laughs> or he or was, like something He was he was a little darker than me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that checks out. If <laughs> if i if if i met someone that looked like that and spelled it juan i would assume it was juan but if it was mexican i would say juan <laughs> just feel context you. clues lady <laughs> like, yeah right come on <laughs> now uh there's always uh there's a goat there was like goats running around all the time it reminded me of like my childhood like there's just random animals playing around the school like I told you guys the big prank that one kid brought chickens to school one time. And now, now there's like pigs and stuff at my high school. It's wild. What? Yeah. They're like raising pigs and cows and stuff. Uh, the big thing about the goalie Porter is during all the games, he somehow still stays in goal. They let him stay in goal and they end up making the championship. The team, the big green is what they call their team. Uh, but he envisions like the if they're playing against the Knights, he envisions Knights running at him. If they're playing the Buccaneers, Buccaneers, they're playing Ninjas. They got the Ninjas running at him, Walking Dead. Also, all these names would never be soccer team names, and they also have the Vikings. <laughs> and for what some reason, they call they literally yell at him as a Viking when he's envisioning it, like. They call him a porker, <laughs> like for no no other team says that. Uh, I in my childhood that was like a way that was the whole movie is him envisioning things, but he doesn't really get over it until literally the last shot of the game. Yeah, 
you know what it, it really reminded me of um Waterboy. i mean obviously uh maybe Waterboy oh, yeah. got it from this but when he like visualizes people being mean oh, to right. him and then he and then he attacks him it's like his fuel to being better mm. there's a well, few of that like there's um like that kind of gave me a um reminded me of that and then um you know when the day of they're going to the state championship or whatever um there's like a small little montage of like the kids prepping and that really reminded me of little giants when it's the big game Mm. and they're all doing their thing or whatever and this had that was kind of cool this had big kicking and screamings vibe kicking and screaming vibes as well yeah and then there is a big like mud like once the team is pretty good and they're together there's a pretty good like mud soccer scene where they're wrestling around and the parents are in in it playing with them as well yeah. I almost teared up. I was I was crying during that scene. It was beautiful. Yeah. I love the people, I, and that's big longest yard scene. Or I call that a parents. I call that a mudtage. What do you think about that? Ooh. Ooh, yeah. All right, real quick. Favorite mudtages. Go. There, most of them are going to be sports related. I feel like. Yeah. Right. I feel like I'm picturing. Uh, here's what I'm picturing in my head: uh, rainstorm, lightning. Mm-hmm people fighting in mud what am i thinking of it maybe the rock oh uh hobbs and shaw there's a good mud t- they're fighting oh, yeah, in the that's rain. what i'm talking about the, yeah. fi- the final fight scene yeah uh here's one shawshank redemption uh andy dufresne coming out of the mud mm-hmm. <laughs> or out of the poop or whatever he's coming out of hey, that's that shit baby yeah that mm-hmm. is shit some mud Longest pies yard. there's probably one in gridiron gang maybe is there mate I don't know. Or do they do they do the sprinkle? There's something. Is you know, there, the, uh, do they do they do it in holes when it rains? Probably. You know they do uh, the longest yard. It was based on a movie with Burt Reynolds, but yeah. that movie was based on a, a movie, a soccer movie. The longest wow. yard was originally a soccer movie with Jason Statham, I think. Wait, Jason Statham can't be. No, Jason. Statham's Wait a late. second. Unless this is that, young, young. Jason Statham oh, just he's looks really amazing. Young. You know what? He's, you know, Jason Statham's that, 95 years old. In that montage, the, oh, the, the first I'm thing wrong. I thought of, <laughs> the I'm first sorry. thing I thought of during that montage um, wasn't, wasn't tears. It was the fact that, like, my mom would have fucking murdered me if I stayed out there <laughs> was yeah. in the mud. She would never have been I'll, like, get in the fucking car, dude. You're going to dirty my shit up. Yeah, I just the parents were so quickly on board to be like, well, I know those kids aren't going to give up the ball, even though like they've only they played two games and they had they hated soccer. They never even heard of it. They didn't even know what it was. Yeah, before that, and uh, yeah. and now now they they play their first game against the Knights, who are the former championships, and they just get the shit kicked out of them. They they got no no spunk. They're scared of the ball. They keep running away. Yeah. And uh, they just don't even really know how to play the game. Which and this yes. is before Juan's even on the team. Mm-hmm. So then, then they start, like, I think they lose the game, but they're getting better. They're making ground. And then eventually they go on to just complete – they win the whole thing, which mm-hmm. I was really expecting some sort of, like, magic to come into play, you know, like some sort of, like, like a like Mike type thing. Like they get – like a, I forgot that they they just won because they – I guess tried hard or whatever, but like, yeah, I thought like some kid would like make a wish or like, yeah, like one kid's yeah. dad would die and then like he would teach them how to play like angels in the outfield and like there'd be yeah. a dog a big, or something that would play. 
I think a lot of shared characters of angels in the outfield as well. Same, but... the same people, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was really expecting some sort of like intervention, uh, but turns out they just became good somehow. Like I don't. Yeah, I feel that, like that it's was almost... my, that's where my disbelief comes from. I feel like it's almost that theory of like you know whenever people whenever you're playing sports, everyone always goes like, all right, it, it's going to come down to who wants it more. And I think maybe just that victory over the Knights meant more to the kids. And that's kind of why they, that's like what helped them. They win. needed it. The yeah. town, the town needed it. The whole town mm-hmm. rallies around these children yeah, playing soccer. Exactly. They're like the saving grace of this town. So I th- maybe that's kind of, maybe that's kind of like the magic that you're talking about. Mm. I was re- like, very this, Big Green <laughs> had the worst reviews or like the has the worst rating or at one point had the worst rating of like all those Disney movies. I can't imagine how like this movie is so good and it's, it's not too long, which is good, but great characters and like very yeah. pretty good action sequences, honestly. And honestly, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I, I never like even watching it today. I never, there's a lot of movies that are kind of based off this. It's like, Oh my God, a teacher comes in and like fixes yeah. his children's. And it's like, there wasn't really that many cheesy parts like at all. I feel like there's a lot of other movies that have this platform and it's super fucking cheesy. And I just never felt yeah that at all watching this movie. And like no. the, the, of course, deputy dog ended up falling in love with the, the teacher but that was barely like a backstory. Uh, the biggest, the bigger story was Kate, the main lady on the team, having an alcoholic father. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. uh, like that's. I was gonna say that's another person that kind um, of. You know, they have like, you know, they have the two um, African American kids. They have the Asian, the Mexican, the white, the British, um, and then they even have an Irishman in the movie too. So. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> alcoholic. Dude, the well, picture. it's funny you said that. This is a movie where there's an alcoholic father, and again, maybe it's because it's a kid movie, but like they don't show his recovery at all. It's just, all, just he, he all of a sudden is a caring alcoholic father. I'm like, that's not. When, I've never seen that in real life, let alone a movie. Come on. When he shows up to that final game and like stuns the crowd, his daughter's happy. He Tucks is a different. He's a different guy, dude. His face yeah. it has like color to it. Like his eyes aren't sunken in anymore. Yeah, like, he came back to life. It's like he gained ten pounds of like healthy fat. And yeah, like, yeah. He's got a hog now, you know. Dude, there's, there's, yeah, he's got a hog. The whole movie was his story, and there, and he's barely in it. His story is he's he's asking his daughter to just tell the woman to fill up the tank, and drunkenly driving his car, bitching at her that the factory is closed, and then it's him asleep at the bar, and then it's him uh, getting in an argument with his daughter about. Uh, people leaving or caring about it and then it's him drunk in a bar again telling the other coach that the team's best player is an illegal immigrant (laughs) and then the the final one is just him showing up to the game tucking his shirt in and everyone's loving him come on after he calls ice on like uh this nice family that that pays their taxes and like just wants just wants to be part of the dream and it's never resolved he's a dick yeah and get that motherfucker out of here he's a good father dude come on no he's not <laughs> yeah, just, no he's his not daughter, his daughter even said like i would You're never not my dad you. like she she carries a knife around at school and just stabs her dad you really like, focus yeah. on that knife i didn't see it throughout the whole movie eric I are you serious oh, that was yeah she's it's like in like four different scenes yeah 
But back to your Arma, back to your diversity point. I didn't even think about the British and the Irish being in there. Yeah. Like, I mean, this movie's like a goddamn Macy's <laughs> catalog. You know? Like I think Big it's Green the and Fast and, yeah, <laughs> the Big Green and, uh, and Fast and Furious are the two uh, examples for how diversity in movies should be like just across the board looks like a you know just a nice paint swatch different people yeah like, exactly really at, setting at, the standard at ellis island my grandpa's original name was michael Goatfucker, but <laughs> translated to brennan uh well, in ellis island well that that brings us to uh our point the the coach of the the knights uh he's real creepy hitting on the hot hot english english teacher and uh, says like if I win how about a kiss and she goes okay but if we win you have to kiss the goat and they do fast forward they do win and he like walks up to the goat what and they all, start chanting, they, also, they all start chanting kiss the goat kiss the they're like fuck the goat, <laughs> fuck the goat. And he's like what dude did I ever tell you at at my you, high school you kissed a goat I didn't well there's a kid in my high school that fucked a goat apparently um we or that's what we used to tell everybody and he hated it he did not like that but i could, he, uh, uh, could understand but why <laughs> we used to have a fundraiser where he we, might would know my out, grandpa. we would put out uh there'd be little like coffee cans at the gas stations with people's pictures on it like the mayor the principal like high figures in town and you put money in there as a fundraiser and whoever had the most money which would be the most votes uh had to, kiss had, to ki- had to kiss a pig what in front of, in front of the whole town we'd all show up to the to the uh uh to the high school and we'd sit in the gymnasium as they bring out this pig and it's like ah, 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 it's like squealing and then the principal of the school has to kiss the pig in front of everybody we're all cheering we're loving it and then we just went home wasn't <laughs> like, your mom the principal no my mom was the principal but uh it was yeah uh kiss no, the pig. Was, wasn't she the principal of something no she's just a teacher Oh, okay. She doesn't have that kind of authority. But we also had – did I ever tell you about Bessie Bingo? No. That's a thing we used to play. I would you never buy- have forgotten that word. <laughs> <laughs> at, at our carnival, it has a cow in a pen, and there's a bingo board spray-painted in the grass, and you pay for the squares. It's like $20 a square, $50 a square, and whichever square the cow takes a shit on, that person wins $1,000. What? That's I've crazy. Won. <laughs> My whole family's won. <laughs> That's how I paid for college. You've each won once. We've won, uh, and my dad would always buy a bunch. He'd buy some for our dog, and like he'd make up names sometimes, and uh, they'd win, and people hated it. And then like, there people are kissing pigs. This cow shitting. I'm winning money. Oh <laughs> it was an odd goodness, childhood, dude. I really related to this story though, of like just rant, kissing animals and. <laughs> Yeah, at the start of the movie, originally when Deputy Dog, the sheriff, is trying to recruit, they need one more player. So originally they go to Wong, and they and he declines because his mother's an illegal immigrant. Um, so then he goes to the little kids' class and he picks up Newt, who is just like a big old confident weirdo, is carrying around his wagon loaded stuff. with stuff. He's great. Oh Newt, no, that's my stuff. He's so positive. He's he's wearing overalls he's adorable he's he's great um and he plays on the team makes some friends larry i can't understand the dynamics of the school the uh like like kate after kate's 
sees her dad sleeping at the bar, like her friends or her classmates are just like, they understand, they empathize with her. They're like, you can just sleep in my house. Don't worry. And she like goes, runs off. But then a scene later, she like the teachers just telling her to try harder and everyone's laughing in class. Like, is that what school was like? Dude, I don't know. It was, yeah, very odd dynamics. And they're, we, I mean, we said it up top, the self-esteem on these kids was, could not have been lower. Like they did not think highly of themselves. And uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, when they brought in Juan, you know, uh, he's great at soccer. I, I wrote down that, uh, much like in the movies, the soccer team in the movie, our podcast really took off once we brought on a Mexican. So yeah. <laughs> I think I, I could really relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> Felt like we were finally vibing once we got one. Once, we, <laughs> once you got a Juan yourself in here, you know. Thank you for coming, Juan. Yeah, no Ooh. problem. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy I can help, boys. <laughs> Man. Just don't... Lady, just tell your alcoholic dad not to call ice on me, all right? Well, I was thinking... Dad doesn't drink anymore, Armand. (laughs) (laughs) When uh, when Juan shows up to the He died from liver cancer. (laughs) From drinking. When when Juan shows up to the big game uh, and everyone's losing their minds, I was like, that's the most that that town has ever cheered for an illegal immigrant before. (laughs) Like... (laughs) They're like loving him. Uh, I would yeah. just show, which just goes to show any, any, any illegal immigrants out there, if you're really good at sports, you'll be fine. <laughs> That's <Yeah. laughs> they'll cheer for you. I'm saying, but that it's really tackled some big issues. Like, yeah. Deport. Like, I mean, they, he was legal too. He, he lived here, but the, the mother was not, but like, because of a technicality, like in my mind, you know what? Let them all in. You let's know, party. <laughs> you know, let's, let's have a good time. Texas is big, whatever. Yeah, there's uh, plenty of it's pl- hey, plenty of real estate. Nothing past Texas, though. Yeah, keep them in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're yeah, they're talking about uh, immigration and deportation and stuff. I mean, Lots and of- like like women not being good at sports, and two of them end up making a a kick, important kicks later in the Dude. movie. I'm so glad you guys are bringing this up. Can I read? I was looking online for stuff. Can I just read some? random post that someone posted so there's like a a couple paragraphs of intro about this you know what no all right a couple paragraphs of intro so steve gutenberg is a nope yep steve gutenberg is a local sheriff guy and he obviously has an eye for her the teacher and i would not blame her for that he helps the teacher form a soccer team out of the unruly and uh directionless youngins they call their home field the Big Green, and this is the name is adopted as the team's name, complete with a green spray-painted goat mascot named Derny. The rest is joyous and, yes, predictable. History, dot, 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 Hollywood and all that, dot, dot, dot. But I quickly realized I was watching much more than a mere movie. I was watching a mytholog- mythical world that I really wish to exist as real right now. We have here in this flick, the plot standards, the good guys, the foreign catalyst, the bad guy and his minions. We have the races, Asians, blacks, whites, Hispanics. We have culture clash, 
and we have illegal aliens from Mexico. We have the dysfunctional families, the poor, the IRS auditor and his attitude, and we have the poor and we have the twins and the drunk down and out father who finally gets his act together for his daughter. We have sports competition at its finest level, the learning level, where it is still fun and not a job. We have lessons in losing gracefully and celebrating a good win with dignity. Man, I wish I lived in this world. You know, though, you know what was not in this movie? Not even once, and I not even hinted at? Religion, churches, God of any kind in anywhere. Not even one shot of a steeple anywhere. <laughs> and it goes on and on. Actually, Wait. I'm going to call BS because there's the what the – the, this is uh, a review I just found online. This is, well, this is this is a website dedicated to something that I well, cannot imagine what it goes on to say. The one thing I remember is is when they're and the montage or whatever, uh, the old lady with the glasses who like thanks the teacher at the end of the movie looks up and says, "Thank you, God." Man, well, well, let me go back and. Uh, let me edit my post. <laughs> that was me writing that yesterday. Yeah, I, was so like, I, was, I was reading it, looking for theories. And then all of a sudden he just goes in on religion and, and, and stuff. And I, I was, That's I couldn't so believe it. So was he, you was know, what's saying? not in this movie? Religion. Was he happy about Tortures. that? Or was he saying there, there should be? No, he capitalized uh, I hope my emphasis, emphasis mm-hmm. did it worthy, but there was <laughs> typos, dot, dot, dots, and <laughs> all caps. <laughs> I bet. Oh, yeah, I picked up on that. Man. That's so funny. People getting heated over this stuff. <laughs> this was, like, written in 2012 or something. This was oh, 22, yeah. 22, like, 20 years after this movie came out. <laughs> He's fuming. He, like, he finally uh, got the courage <laughs> to, to write it. <laughs> yeah. He's been scribbling in notebooks for 20 years. And I read it. I loved it. I didn't Dude, understand should, it, but I loved it. We should, we should contact this man and get him on here. His that sign off is, is Mike M. So I'm a little nervous. I might know him. What, a, what website is this on? Onlyfans.com. <laughs> it's, it's the letter H and then warm, strong, dot com backslash big green <laughs> okay <laughs> and then the title is the big green the painful truth <laughs> oh yeah that's so funny let's uh let's shoot an email to this guy see if we can get him on here yeah let's get uh, an hour let's long get ethan hunt he'll find him in no time so oh, yeah, that's an email to... the of all the uh, amazing issues of this movie address churches Religion, God is it? of any kind. <laughs> I one I would have loved if they, uh, yeah, they're all extremely inclusive of other religions. They they practice. There's like Muslims. There's any of the other ones, you know, Christian, <laughs> <laughs> Catholics, Buddhists. At one point, uh, <laughs> Muslims and the other liars. Yeah, yeah. Any of the other people else. that are wrong. You know? <laughs> uh when uh Porter is finally gets over his uh his fear, uh 
the way he does so is he becomes part of all of his like scared fantasies. So he's like part pirate, part ninja, part oh, zombie. What? And he's I thought he was a drag queen. Oh, he he does yeah, he uh he's on RuPaul's drag race and he does not advance. He's not he's wearing a a Native American headdress too, which is like I didn't see that as part of the like I don't yeah, think that was he's got a buccaneer's hair wig, pirate suit, like yeah. peg leg, all that good stuff. Which like a peg leg, you know, that wouldn't really help him in a in a goalie situation. <laughs> but but the but the person shooting the penalty kick sees Porter becomes the monster and psychs the other guy out. Yeah. And Porter saves it. It works, man. It always works. It definitely does. I do just want to mention this uh the opposing team's coach, the Knights coach, who's just like a the guy that uh, bet on the game to kiss really reminded me of my um my my coach in like middle school and high school um he always he was a huge dick he was always yelling at us one time he got kicked out of a game for yelling at me so bad the ref was like you got to take it easy on your flare you're out of here what do you say do you remember uh you want to share he was just I, – I blacked it out. I was – it was an indoor soccer game, and I was sobbing on the bench, and then he wait, was wait. yelling at me so bad. Damn. Sorry to hear yeah. that, man. That sucks. The, uh, the, the ref kicked him out, and then the next night my coach called me and apologized, but he didn't mean it. Uh, but my the assistant coach uh, – in the movie, the main coach of the enemies made his assistant coach also run laps – my coach did do that where he made our assistant coach run left, which is just one of my buddy's dads. And he did it. Oh, this guy was a freak. No, but this like the, an absolute freak. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, both of them would, were freaks. Okay. Then here's a question as grown men, if another grown man told you to run a lap, would you do it? I would fight him before I ran. Yeah, a lap. I told him I could suck my ass. before. <laughs> this, this was like, this is like a cult dude. Man, that's nuts. That's what, that's the coach awesome. made us fight one time, fight each other one time. Really? Uh, this guy's a lunatic. Imagine that's how much power that's got to feel like, though. If you tell a grown man to like start running and he just does, you're like, oh, yeah. That'll this, get you hard. The assistant coach ended up going to actually prison for uh, insurance fraud. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to say for killing the head coach. <laughs> for, yeah. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't molestation. I mean, <clears> exactly. I, I, I feel like um, – that's when you know you grew up in a suburb because, like, the ref wasn't making fun of you with the coach. You know what I mean? Wait. He got kicked out in Palatine. We were playing in Palatine. He got kicked out. That's so funny. It was really – it was devastating. Dude, I bet. One time uh, – I mean, dads are just ahead. kind of – there's like dads are just kind of crazy. I remember one time I was uh, – It wasn't even a dad, dude. Okay. It, was, it was a coach we hired. Oh wow! Elmhurst College is coach. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece well, of shit! <laughs> it, he messed me up. Yeah. Dude, one time, uh, I was a sophomore and I was dressing varsity, but like I never got to play. And f- like five different middle linebackers went down, so like it was my time to shine. Like literally, like no joke. In one game, at least three or four middle linebackers went out, and I was like the last one to be there. 
and the assistant coach like is looking around. He like scans past me like a couple times. He's like, all right, get in there. And I heard, and I heard my head coach who was doing something else. As I ran on the field, I took one step on, I heard him go, what the hell is he doing on the field? <laughs> and talk about messing you up, man. Like he didn't even say that to me. <laughs> like he, he didn't want me to hear that. And, uh, oh man, that was brutal. And then he yanked me out the next play. <laughs> That's so funny. What's he doing on the field? What's well, that like, retard doing on the field? <laughs> just you saying dressed as varsity. Uh, you shouldn't have went out there in a dress. You should have. Been <laughs> I don't know who varsity is, by. but Porter was playing him. That's what I meant. I dress. I dress varsity. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm varsity. You can call me varsity tonight, boys. I'm gonna sack that quarterback, baby. <laughs> and I'm looking for my letterman. <laughs> Ooh, I'm varsity. <laughs> varsity and <laughs> never mind. Uh, yeah, damn, dude. <laughs> You're gonna say varsity and junior varsity? <laughs> <laughs> His son, junior varsity. <laughs> her, their son, gender non-specific <laughs> varsity. Call call her JV. Call it JV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, call they JV. Now. Uh, real quick, uh, unless we have some other stuff before we get into theories, I got one uh, bit that you and I, Mike and I talked about the other night, uh, after watching, um, uh, what, what was it? Um, can't, can't hardly wait at the end of that. They do a, uh, like a freeze frame of the, of the character and then do like a few sentences of where they're at now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do that in Animal House. They parried it on Thirty Rock. They did it in Can't Hardly Wait. It's a very common film trope. So I wrote a few um, uh, going on. So into the game, freeze frame. Coach uh, Coach Huffer or Huffner. That's the the bad coach. He reels away. You know, grossed out after kissing the uh, kissing the goat. Everyone's cheering. Uh, coach Huffer and the goat are still happily together, despite the views of their conservative neighbors <laughs> and their cross-species <laughs> relationship. Uh, then uh, the the British teacher's cheering, and she uh, she hugs um, cop the dog, deputy uh, dog, deputy dog, Miss Montgomery, Miss Montgomery. Uh, once once Miss Montgomery left the town, everyone realized that children's soccer is fucking boring as hell, <laughs> and uh, they stopped stopped going to the games, stopped supporting. But after the big green team won, they all got addicted to coke. And uh, after their first winning season, uh, they successfully reopened the factory in town, uh, then immediately uh, shut it down because it was ran by children. <laughs> That's all I got there. But all right, what do we think? Do you guys got any uh, any theories? I had one that kind of went along with the one that uh, Leahy mentioned earlier with um, with uh, Porter from Sandlot. Uh, basically, just Porter and Squints both moved um, yeah. together. Both their families moved, and then the, they uh, ended up here. Those are the kids, you think? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the same same kids. Evan. There's a character named Evan in this movie who is wearing glasses throughout, but at the early stages is just wearing giant glasses sometimes. And he then, yeah, just giant glasses. Clearly, 
but but he wasn't really like one he was he didn't take the final shots or anything like that uh i could see him yeah falling out of soccer and definitely playing baseball yeah well i was since the sandlot takes place like uh what year is the sandlot it's supposed to be in 93 but oh but i mean yeah i guess technically it's so i was thinking that uh that those could have been the kids of the Sandlot family. Like Mindy Peppercorn and Squint's kid is now yeah. playing soccer. That would make sense. Um, Cause I mean, I guess technically, what was it like the eighties? I think it was, I mean, I think it was later earlier than that. This comes, we were talking about this uh, earlier this past week, trying to think of a movie without cars. And mm. for like 10 minutes, I couldn't, I just can't, I couldn't believe that movies were made about something that happened in the past. I thought that as a movie came out, that's what was going on at the time. So like Sandlot, I was like, oh, it came out 80s, 81, 82. No, they just made a movie about something that happened 10 years before. Yeah. Couldn't wrap my mind around it. (laughs) Dude, Could not believe it. Man, if you think that's wild, let me show you some movies that take place in the future. You're gonna, it's gonna blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, dude. For some Patience. reason, I, my mind just couldn't understand what what a thing was. You you just think your uh, your TV is a window that you're just yeah. watching outside, yeah. and it's like Iron Man's flying around and porn. For the longest time, on. I thought VHSs there were little people in there putting that movie mm-hmm. on, just playing the movie, dancing around. Now, uh, I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, there is an older woman. I believe it's the one who says, like, thank you, God, or uh, she's dancing around. She's always in the background. She doesn't really have any lines. Like the principal. She's the principal of the, oh, yeah. of the school or the head teacher. Yeah. Now, I believe uh, – did you recognize where she was from, young Michael? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe she's the Texas grandmother. Forever. Yeah, the grandmother of a, of a fan favorite, uh, a Matt Saracen – from another part of Texas who at this point in his if he's still living with his, uh, his deadbeat mom and hasn't moved in with his grandma yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, who would later go on to, uh, to lead the Dylan Panthers to, to glory in the Friday, Friday night TV show. Yeah. I was to say is it the TV show. I still haven't seen that yet. <sighs> oh, you're missing out, buddy. It's good. Yeah. To be honest with you, I did not recognize, uh, the like the principal I'm assuming as the grandma for Friday night lights, but I did, recognize um porter's mom and the mom at the beginning she's the one that gives uh the alcoholic father a hard time about filling up gas and how everyone's fucking struggling she's the mayor of that same town in texas in dylan in dylan in friday night lights the mom porter's mom she's moving up man she used to just run the gas station that's working class running. Yeah, the but town. she runs the gas station. Her husband runs the bar, and yeah. she doesn't fucking put up with those, that alcoholic bullshit. It's got yeah. mayor written all over it. Got 100%. my vote. Yeah. And in this, in this, we talked about how this town fucking loves soccer. Like what, during the playoffs, they had to drive to Austin, and they did like a Friday Night Lights esque like uh, fucking whole town's coming in mm-hmm. like all in what do you call a parade of cars uh care oh caravan yeah fucking driving up to austin yeah that had big old friday night live vibes all over it yeah i love the. there's a scene in the in the bar all the old drunks are reading soccer magazines mm-hmm. brushing up they love it mm-hmm. now uh miss montgomery uh 
in her she also uh, is in the movie Soccer Dog, which is a like looks what? like a ripoff of Airbud. Uh, all just pretty on the nose of what it's about. <laughs> Dog plays soccer, so I'm thinking she had to have. Uh, I mean, she's just she's just out here moving town to town, teaching people how to play. Teaching the final, how to play. the final like uh, celebration scene. The soundtrack is straight out of Airbud. Straight Dude, I, out of Airbud. Disney has a total soundtrack for like how to make you feel, or like, like the. <laughs> It was almost exactly the same. Yeah, I was. I looked up. I this is the first movie that's ever made me look up the like composer. composer. Yeah, and he didn't do Airbud, but fucking Disney's got his ear and everything. Now you mentioned uh, earlier, young young Newt, young uh, Newt. little boy, uh, fuck a bitch in a boot, <laughs> charismatic, funny. Um, tried hard. Uh, I I don't know if Newt's his real name uh, or maybe it's a nickname, a Newt name. And uh, I think maybe he would. He was still kind of a little fancy boy growing up, and uh, I think he transitioned or grew up into a alfalfa um, later on to be a co-president of the He-Man Woman Haters. Yeah, <laughs> he. I thought I, I was thinking Alfalfa to Newt. Backwards? Oh, because they are time travelers. We did decide yeah. that. Uh, they they did a thing too that's very popular in these movies where the parents, when they briefly show the parents, they look exactly like the children, mm-hmm. like exactly mm-hmm. like the children, which is well, always for, for the Asian kid. It makes sense, but yeah, everyone yeah else. of course, everyone else, you know, they could have just gotten anybody. I think the the, but, the one girl. Um, who the uh, second girl who kicks the i think it's the fourth one or whatever yeah, whichever the kick it is but kick, yeah. her ma her ma yeah looks exactly like her so it's probably the real parents i'm assuming this imdb page i've never seen a smaller imdb page all the kid actors besides like squints and uh porter didn't go on to do anything and then deputy dog like all the kids they're they're only credit is Bay Green. Yeah. Or a lot of them. Yeah, they peaked too early, you know. I'm they I'm waiting. Peak. They went all out. Yeah. Um Yeah. And then also the uh deputy dog uh, was also in police academy too. So I yeah. think he trained at the police academy and then got got put on mm-hmm. small town, small town life, small town living. Went back home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah, it's a great movie. It really made me. Um, it really made me reminisce on how much I like really enjoyed playing soccer as a young kid. So that was that was cool. That was that was a cool feeling. That was my game. Um. Yeah. I really can't believe I think I brought it up earlier. I can't believe this has like one of the worst ratings of Disney movies. Yeah, it's such a good. It's one of my one of my favorites, honestly. I mean, maybe it's just because I've seen it so many times as a young kid, so it's kind of reminisce on it. But um, it's 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 awesome through and through. Yeah, it's got heart, good storyline, good characters, 
yeah. diversity. Hot everyone, teacher. Yes. I don't know if you know this, but everyone was trans as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. they were all trans. So mm-hmm. and if they weren't then, they are now, which is the yeah. which is the most important thing. Which is and which if is they great. I love it. And if they are now, then they were then. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and bring that back. It's gonna be my new catchphrase. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> pretty uh, pretty dumb thing to do on an audio podcast. But everyone knows you could, what you're doing. You can watch it on YouTube. Everyone knows what you're doing. <laughs> Man. All right. So uh, overall, I give this. Uh, I give it four out of five goats. Four out of five green goats. And uh, you should kiss those goats. Yeah. Check it out. It's on HBO. HBO Go. But yeah, uh, I'd say a five out of five for me. I'll love give it. it uh, yeah, I'll give it the love. Uh, my Irish alcoholic father never gave me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, check it out, and uh, yeah, keep uh, keep sitting around, keep watching. There's not much else to do. Yeah. Uh, write us, give us an email, tell us what movies to watch. Uh, call in, call me two one seven five two one five zero six four. Real phone number. Put it out there. Give me a call. It's it's only my especially. friend John Paul who listens. Our our other close friends stop listening. So especially if you're a lady, give him a call. Give us a call, and then uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>